0: this is liquid gold mike why don't you get us started
1: where the eggnog is a question to fold or not to fold welcome to a holiday edition of liquid gold right here on the we own this town network Town.net. shout out to our producer michael eads thank you so much michael thank you michael and to our lovely sponsors walker jewelry out there in old hickory at walker jewelry on instagram Lots of amazing things going on over there, jewelry classes, make your own jewelry, you can rent the space. So check that out, as well as Maine Coon Sign Company, our good friend, Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave. My name's Mike Wolf. here with you today, along with my co-host, Mr. Kenneth Dedman. How are you today, Kenneth?
0: Doing well, doing well. It's been a busy
1: day, we've been running around town, we've already had coffee a few times. Yeah,
0: it's really Um, getting going as it normally does. Yeah. A I was hit the sweet spot right before the show, like, uh, amped to start, but, uh, my mind calms down a little bit later, but uh, yeah. I'm really, really excited about today's show, man.
1: Yeah, the, we love eggnog here, um, it's what we covered on our first episode, and we just celebrated our first anniversary, so cheers to you, happy anniversary, oh, cheers, it's, it's our anniversary, I think, I, I don't, well yeah, I did get you a gift, I just haven't given it to you yet.
0: Yeah, I got you one too, um. Uh-huh
1: awesome gift exchange (laughs) next week gift exchange on the next liquid gold but we love eggnog here and we're going to get into a special report that was done earlier this week nagapalooza 2019. our friends from southern grist they do this every year they get together at someone's house and they make a bunch of different creative eggnogs as those creative dudes will do and this year i was asked to to head out there and do a cocktail they wanted they didn't want me to do any eggnog because there was plenty of nog to go around but they wanted kind of a cocktail that could settle the stomach Hmm. after the nog so i'll tell you about that cocktail so we've got a special report coming here later on the show with some interviews of some of the folks involved in nagapalooza and i'll go over some of the flavors um eggnog does have Kind of a fascinating history there's a great article that forbes did a few years back eggnog really comes from the you know goes back to the 1700s american colonists began drinking it and they were adding rum that was those were kind of the original the original spirit for eggnog in this country was rum because it wasn't taxed like brandy and wine so that's kind of interesting the eggnog i've been making over at chopper has plenty of rum and a little bit of brandy Mm. Um, so I'll get into that recipe in just a little bit, but there's some wild traditions here with eggnog. Now there was an eggnog riot in 1826. I thought I'd tell a little bit of that story and that's, that's what they called it. The eggnog riot of 1826 (laughs) at West point, the United States military Academy on now. This is, this is perfect. This was on December 24th and December 25th. (laughs) It bled into the next day, 1826, uh, earlier in that year, the superintendent of West Point, Colonel Sylvanus Thayer, uh, Colonel Thayer had banned alcohol from the premises, and he uh, he had good reason to to institute this rule because every year when the annual Christmas party came around, the cadets would bring would uh, make a bunch of eggnog and just get wild, and in particular in this year, all hell completely broke out. There's a Smithsonian magazine. Article about uh, the eggnog riot of 1826 90 cadets crushing a bunch of eggnog and then got out of control. Two officers were assaulted. Windows were broken. Bannisters were torn from the stairways. Plates, dishes, and cups were smashed into little pieces. And uh, one month later, the school court martialed the worst offenders 19 students and ultimately 11 of them were expelled from the school. So this is almost 200 years ago. Eggnog. You know, the eggs must just have had more protein back then. They just just made people wild.
0: They got blackout drunk on eggnog. It's pretty
1: amazing. There, uh, There's some cool recipes out there as well. There are some prominent people like uh, George Washington, Eisenhower. Their eggnog recipes, they're out there. They're out there on the internet, and you can find them. President uh, Dwight Eisenhower, he loved eggnog. His recipe was one dozen egg yolks, one pound of granulated sugar, one quart of bourbon. Now you could uh, add a little rum or brandy. The recipe noted that you could add rum or brandy, but bourbon was what he preferred. One quart of coffee cream and one quart of whipping cream. You uh, separate the eggs, as is typical of making your own eggnog, beat the yolks with the sugar, add the uh, dairy and the bourbon. Or the rum and brandy either one and then later beat the egg whites for a light meringue fold that in so that's kind of at the top of the show and we were saying to fold or not to fold we'll talk a little bit about southern grist the, uh, those guys method is to leave the whites out so you get a thicker eggnog a little bit more like a store-bought thick eggnog I have always done it with the whites I think I, I believe strongly that you should fold the whites back in Whip that all together, mix that so you get a nice, fluffy, airy eggnog, which is very different than the store bought stuff. I agree.
0: Um, I think you should, uh, at least even just partially, unless you have plans for for the egg whites after you've separated them, make a great like omelet or something like that for yourself.
1: It, it makes it a little more drinkable so you don't just have to have like, you know, three ounces and then you're like, all right, I'm full, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, when it's a little lighter, it's just like a matter that, of like how,
0: how rich you want to make it and, uh, i think i think the the whites add another layer of texture you don't have to use them all just use some of them at least like i said if you have plans for for the egg whites really great like uh french toast something like that yeah i think one of the more important tricks to making eggnog is after you've separated your uh your yolk from your whites also um allow them time to uh temper you don't want you don't want uh cold eggs to start with. So I would I would just suggest maybe leave leave your eggs out for a couple of hours before you start the process. Let them get to room temperature.
1: Cool, cool. Good good tip. Um, so George Washington's eggnog, which is available on the and the Farmers Almanac, the old Farmers Almanac, almanac.com. His recipe has been used quite a bit over the years by a lot of people for parties and Christmas parties and He was, um, due to George Washington's fondness for eggnog, it would later be drank on his birthday, February 22nd. And then apparently it was a tradition to drink eggnog at 4th of July, which is kind of wild. We don't really think of it as a, as a summertime beverage.
0: Do you think chickens produce more eggs in the summertime? Yes, they do. There you go.
1: Yeah. Got more eggs. We got all these eggs. So George Washington's Christmas eggnog recipe is as follows. One quart cream, one quart milk one dozen tablespoons sugar, one pint brandy, half a pint of rye whiskey, half a pint of Jamaican rum. I like that he specifies Jamaican rum way back then. A quarter pint of sherry. Uh, Mix the liquor first, then separate the yolks and the whites of 12 eggs. Add sugar to the beaten yolks. Mix well. Then add your milk and cream, slowly beating. Beat the whites of eggs until stiff and fold slowly into the mixture. So he was a fold guy. He was folding in the egg whites. God bless him. Uh, let set in a cool place for several days. Taste frequently. And that's the end of the recipe. Word up. Uh,
0: it's a great recipe. I like, um, I like the I like all those different spirits. Yeah, it's, basically it's cool. basically like got, the L-I-T of, 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 of Nogs.
1: Yeah, yeah. Brandy, rye, Jamaican rum, sherry. That's solid. Yeah. I dig that. Um, and he makes the point, and we talked about this at Palooza with the Southern Grist guys that he likes to age the eggnog. And a lot of people try and do that for, say, a month. Um, we're getting close to Christmas here, but if you can make it ahead of time from your Christmas Eve party or your party, like right around Christmas, if you can make it a few days ahead of time or a week ahead of time or even a month, it really, it all integrates really well. And what's preserving all that flavor and making it more delicious is the booze. Sure, crucial. Um, non-alcoholic eggnog wasn't really a thing until the like the 1960s. And worth worth mentioning now, as we talk about eggnog recipes, this is one of the first years that I've really heard a lot of people going off dairy, making dairy-free eggnogs. And thanks to you know all these different milks you see in grocery stores now. You got tons of coconut milk, almond milk, cashew, oat milk. Oat milk, I think, would be would be a really good one. I was just thinking that yeah, it, oat milk you, would be really cool. Something you could cool. make at
0: home as well, real breakfasty. So we, I'm not opposed to to a not a non dairy um, eggnog. It kind of like help reduce the cloppity clop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean
1: for our for our eggnog here on Liquid Gold. This was on our very first episode. But we're gonna we're gonna go back and read through it here you basically this is a, a doubled recipe so this is for maybe a good a good sized party or you can have this around for a while but you take you got 24 eggs two cups plus six tablespoons organic sugar six pints whole milk six cups heavy cream 12 ounce cognac 12 ounce bourbon rye or spice drum or a blend 10 teaspoons freshly grated nutmeg. So for, if you want to substitute and make it dairy free, do say six pints, you could do six pints of coconut milk and then do six cups of oat milk or say six pints of almond milk, six cups oat milk, or, you know, you could blend a few different milks in there. Or if you're just going to use the oat milk, the consistency will probably be just a touch lighter. Uh, you separate the yolks, beat the eggs in a... Or, uh, separate the eggs, uh, beat yolks in a KitchenAid mixer for a minute or so until they lighten. Then you gradually add sugar and you keep beating until it dissolves. You add the milk, cream, booze, and nutmeg slowly, stirring throughout. And this calls for a lot of nutmeg. And I'm a big believer that you want to grate that nutmeg. You don't want to use the, the fine nutmeg from the store. You want to grate your own into this eggnog so once you've added the milk cream booze and nutmeg you stir that then you take the whites you beat that in a separate bowl until you get soft white peaks then with the mixer running like a kitchenaid mixer you slowly add the tablespoons of sugar those six tablespoons that we talked about earlier until the peaks stiffen just a little bit then you whisk the beaten egg whites back into the mixture you fold that back in And you garnish with fresh nutmeg now the booze that I mentioned in the recipe 12 ounce cognac 12 ounce bourbon rye or spice drum um, I wouldn't recommend like a Captain Morgan we used to like make our own little spice drum blend back at husk and at chopper what we've done is 12 ounces brandy and then we've done 12 ounces of a blend of some different age drums we've done like Eldorado 8 year Eldorado 12 year some of the four square premise Now, I believe a lot of people think, well, I'm not going to put really nice booze into my eggnog, but I say do it. It's the holidays. You've worked hard for this nog and use the good stuff. It can make a huge difference. You don't want to just buy the bottom shelf stuff to put into your nog. You want some good Something with age. Yeah. Something with
0: a lot of age on it would be
1: perfect. Age is key. Mm -hmm. Um, How about that Campo tequila? you could do a tequila yeah Am I you're saying a baller that? Like, yeah. yeah that stuff. Yeah. i don't it's know it's expensive I,
0: yeah if, if you feel like doing that go for it um i'd rather drink that that stuff by itself while i'm making it true so I'm just I, getting yeah myself I, I go ahead trouble. and splash it in there <laughs> holy moly
1: um and then to add a little spice to it there's angle amaro we use that at chopper there is regular angostura bitters or Peychaud bitters you can add that into your mix to get a little more spice from it And then we also, a little trick that we've done at Chopper is I'll take a bunch of spices, cinnamon, clove, allspice, maybe some nutmeg, toast it in a skillet, let it cool, fold it up with some cheesecloth, like a bouquet garni, the French bouquet garni technique, or like a big tea bag of spices, basically, and then soak it in. Once it's totally cooled, soak that in the eggnog as it ages for a couple days. And that has just been beautiful. So that's kind of the, the eggnog that we'll give you. So before we throw it to our special report, Liquid Gold Nagapalooza 2019 with our friends from Southern Grist, I'm going to run down the list of flavors that these crazy boys threw together. So there was Elderberry Nutella Sando eggnog. There was a Szechuan barrel-aged maple syrup eggnog. There was an Elvis eggnog eggnog, which was peanut butter, banana, and chocolate garnished with crushed payday. And they do a really nice job with the garnish. All the garnishes of these different nogs plays into the whole effect of the drink. They also did an Andes mint with chocolate and peppermint, and the garnish was crushed peppermint bark. Wow. There was a honey fig uh, eggnog with a soaked fig garnish. How many is that now? Sheesh. There was nogapoo. Cinnamon, vanilla, chocolate, chili, and cayenne. Mm. Uh, Sorry, garnished with a little bit of cayenne. Uh, There was Vietnamese coffee nog, garnished with chocolate espresso beans. Harry Nogson, pina colada nog with some coconut shavings for a garnish. And then there was the barrel-aged tequila nog with churro garnish. They did churro for the garnish. That's cool. Gotta respect that. Then there was also a willet. This was amazing. A very this was very like pristine and very simple but pure and excellent uh a eggnog made with a willet single barrel four-year rye uh, a third of a bottle added into this uh small batch that's nog. great so that's all the nogs it harkens
0: to the age yeah the, the age spirits
1: some amazing nogs we're gonna get into it on our special report we're gonna throw it out to nagapalooza 2019 a liquid gold investigative report <sighs> All right, it's a Naga special report right here on Liquid Gold. We're on site. We're here at Kevin's house. And so the amazing thing is that you are lactose intolerant. You <laughs> grew up in a dry house. And here we are hosting Nagapalooza. How did this come about? Wow. All these creative eggnogs. My name is Kevin Antoon.
2: Uh, I'm one of the owners of Southern Grist. My two co-founders and I, you know, opened up Southern Grist with the, the idea to be uh, the most creative and create the most quality beer. Um, I am lactose intolerant. I did grow up in a dry household, and we are holding this in my home now at 36 <laughs> years old. But it, it, the Nagapalooza event of 2019 kind of goes along with our, our playful spirit at, at Southern Grist. It's not an advertisement for us, but we do the craziest shit we can possible. Yeah. When <laughs> I cussed, okay, great. Um, and we, But we also try to keep it the classic. So we make our own base nog, um, and then we just go for, for the craziest recipes possible. And Mike here was was there for a few of them. We all came together, uh, me, my assistant brewer, the guy who taught me to homebrew back in the day, and then a friend of ours, and then Jared Welch, who's our, our head brewer, helps out some of the recipes. And we just went nuts with it. We had 13 different variants this year. We had a Willet single barrel and a Campaeta single barrel.
1: Mm. What was your favorite eggnog this year?
2: I would, I would say. What are you most proud of? I am most proud of the what we called the Wilco, uh, pantry raid pantry, not panty. <laughs> um, we 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 had some base nog, which is what we call what we made in the beginning. Uh, What's in the
1: base nog? What's in the, the base that? nog? Yeah. It's
2: uh, it's egg yolks. We don't want the egg whites. Uh, we, we throw those away. A lot of butter and a lot of sugar, and then you have to fluff it the right way through a KitchenAid, and then we add the most crazy things possible to it. This year was the first year we had a nog fountain. Which I mm. saw. No, posted uh, to the Liquid Gold Instagram already. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the Liquid Gold
1: Instagram. Where I'm, <laughs>
2: um, I'm honored, uh, but yeah, we, we had to thicken it up. It, when we first turned on the fountain, it was spraying everywhere. We uh, put some gum in it, um, and we also put some uh, cocoa powder in it. I think the nog fountain was from my favorite part of the event. Um, I think my most favorite nog was the elderberry Nutella sandwich. Which was what it was the pantry raid we did. Um, we went in the closet and just basically took everything else we had and put it into the, the last base nog.
1: Excellent. Has it ever happened that a Nog from Naga Palooza makes its way creatively into a beer at mm-hmm. Southern Grist? Has that ever happened? Or do you see that happening in the future? That's an amazing question. <laughs> uh,
2: I would say a lot of our beers come from the inspiration of Naga Palooza. We love coconut, <laughs> we love peanut butter, we love chocolate. Uh, we had one tonight called Nagapoo, which was uh, cinnamon, vanilla, and peppers, which is something we do a lot in our beers. So uh, I would say Nagapalooza plays a big role in our, in, in our mm. beer making and our
1: beer making in our Nagapalooza as well. Okay, after going through, we're late in the stages of Nagapalooza. After having gone through and tasted everything, are there, has anything inspired you at this point where you're already thinking about the next? Because it's like Santa, when he gets home, he's immediately thinking about next year. Now, has any flavors from all the other things that you've tasted tonight and other ideas maybe that you've come up with, like, oh, I'm gonna do this next year, do you have anything already prepared for next year? Idea wise. <laughs> Ideal-wise, I would say I was a big
2: fan of the single barrel things we did this year. We instead of adding a bunch of chocolate, vanilla, coconut, and all those things which we all love, I think it was nice to go back to our roots and get and get a real base nog. We put a third less sugar in it, and then added a third a bottle of Willet and a third a bottle of compavated tequila and things like that uh bringing it back down to its basics just like everyone wants a pilsner these days let's go back down to the basics yeah and and put one sort of alcohol in it and uh and see how it tastes and maybe grind some fresh uh
1: nut nut on it thank you so much for hosting nagapalooza and for joining for this special hard-hitting news report from nagapalooza 2019 southern grist brewing kevin antun thank you so much thank you
2: mike good night and good luck <laughs>
1: All right, we're here at Naga Palooza Live. It's a special report right here on Liquid Gold. We're here right now with probably – now, we don't have a, an official vote. Is there an official vote?
3: Yes. Oh, yes there is there an there official is. vote. Okay,
1: we just we – official official. We, we haven't quite got there, but everybody knows who the first place is. It's, it's Grant Clark with the elderberry Nutella, Nutella Sando yeah. Nog yeah. Damn. Damn. with the, the garnish – no, there's no garnish. Okay, it, there was no it, it garnish. Didn't, it without, didn't need it. It didn't need it. Need the, need the perfect it. drink needs no garnish. Yes. So, Grant, tell us a little bit about this, so far,
3: award-winning Nog at Nogapalooza. Well, I appreciate the votes. Um, uh, first of all, long-time listener, first-time caller. Mm. Thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for bringing me on. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so we we were actually trying to fill in the gaps. We had we had the list pretty much set. We need to add a few more. Um, we raided the, the, the pantry. We had Nutella. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was fortunate enough to have some fresh elderberry syrup. So I've got a hobby farm about an hour south of here. I have wild elderberry growing all over the place. And uh, I, I made Kevin some syrup with it. And we said, man, it's just like peanut butter and jelly. But that like high-end peanut mm-hmm. butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. So Nutella, elderberry syrup. Obviously, it's got some honey behind it. And uh, it just made sense. So we're I'm glad everyone enjoyed it. And plus, it's going to make you a little bit healthy, right? Elderberry, it's got that. I electric. think elderberry is one of the only things that people have
1: said you can prescribe for a cold. Yes, like one of the only things that truly everyone pretty much agrees this stuff works. Um, so radio. exactly add a little booze, make it last longer, right? Yeah, um, so how long have you been coming to Nagapalooza, and can you share with us some of your favorites? favorite nogs through the years maybe yeah
3: so inspire the folks at home yeah so i i was the gosh i got i got in last year i've heard about this it's almost kind of like this uh this folklore Mm -hmm. this was going on Mm -hmm. and uh got the invite last year and you know what really got me was their szechuan uh nog because like who puts szechuan peppers in in eggnog
1: yeah only the southern yeah
3: so so that was the one that really got me through um Kind of appreciating that there's there's something more to eggnog than just milk or sorry cream eggs and sugar, so and a bunch of booze obviously but but no that was the creativity that was the bug that bit me that mm. was the bug that bit me mm. Szechuan I mean do you have that one yeah. right that was yeah yeah
1: there was a Szechuan one tonight that had um, almost like a note of saffron which was really cool um, in a good way it tasted a little bit like a really good meal <laughs> um, what oh, are spice. some other favorite Drinks of yours around the holidays There's a lot oh, of drinks being passed Around here tonight But what, what's one of your favorite things go to As a serious
3: drinker for the holiday season So I would say that There's a comfort drink um, I don't know, I'm a fan of the Hottie toddy I mean it's mm-hmm. almost kind of like a, a recoup drink To mm-hmm. me That and just kind of going straight Just straight good bourbon yeah. I don't know, I mean you feel like the holidays There's so much food, there's so much sweets Sometimes you just need a straight good Single barrel of something or a hotty toddy. I mean, that that just feels like it's nourishing to your soul, but yeah. Sometimes you just need something that's going to help you settle the stomach from
1: all these crazy things going on, and that's definitely what we've had tonight. Crazy Nogs, and we're here with the winner. So, thank you so much for (laughs) joining us, Grant (laughs) Clark. Who would have thought, who would have thought, Elderberry (laughs) Nutella Nog? would have won the night but it definitely crushed it i appreciate that and
3: thanks everybody for listening big fans all right what's thanks, up so you couldn't be here kenneth <laughs> kenneth's working or so
1: he's calls it working as we continue on the liquid gold special report on site live well as live as we can get it uh for nagapalooza 2019 we're here with one of the founders mr kyle arnold who designs all those beautiful labels that you see on Southern Grist Brewing labels. And uh, Cobra Kai, one of my favorites. You've done some amazing labels over the years, but you're also a founder of Nagapalooza. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about how Nagapalooza came to be and what inspired it?
4: Yeah, so um, I guess it goes back five, six years ago. I, as kind of I was starting to get into bourbon and whiskey, um, also just started getting into drinking eggnog during the colder months and started by just mixing you know grocery store eggnogs that I'd pick up at Kroger with different you know whiskeys I had lying around. Um, started getting into that and then um, I moved to Nashville in 2014 and met a group of guys that we became friends just through craft beer and they all found out how much I was liking eggnog and drinking it and we just had a holiday party. A couple buddies living in the same apartment building had a holiday party and I thought it would be cool to bring kind of a blind eggnog taste test where I brought um, a blend of just a store-bought non-alcoholic eggnog mixed with bourbon, Um, Evan Williams' like blended alcoholic eggnog, and then um, a recipe that I found that was actually Alton Brown's aged eggnog that was kind of made from scratch, featured rum, cognac, bourbon, kind of made the whole thing. So that was kind of year 0.0 in 2014. Everyone loved it so much that the next year, 2015, I bought a home with my wife in East Nashville, and it was about time to have a housewarming party, and it was right around Christmas time. And this idea came to me to kind of take the whole eggnog thing and even make it crazier. Mm-hmm. And so literally, the idea for Nagapalooza was born, where it was you know a holiday Christmas party, but it was centered around eggnog. And so same thing, I <laughs> took that that same Alton Bronze, you know aged, baked eggnog and got the idea to kind of start splitting it off and doing these crazy, like, variants. Um, based on, you know, my love for craft beer and, and brewing beer and just doing all these, you know, crazy pastry styles and things like mm-hmm. that where you're, mm-hmm. you know, drawing inspiration from desserts and, you know, things of that nature. So the first year we probably had four or five different, you know, types of eggnog. It's gone on every year, so now we're, here we are at the fifth annual.
1: All right, so with all these different Nogs here this year, you brought—is this the first year you brought Szechuan peppercorn into the mix? And was that like a revelation for you? Because that really struck a chord with the crowd tonight with Naga 2019, the Szechuan peppercorn.
4: Yeah. So actually, that's year two for the Szechuan. Um, so it was a late entry last year for 2018. Um, so me and my other buddy Chris. Rokiki, who helps out uh, making all the different variants. We were going through all of them last year, and we got to the end, um, had all the jars kind of made up, and we had a little bit of the base eggnog left, like half a quart's worth. So we were like, you know, let's looking around my cupboard for something to do with it. And I love Szechuan food. I love Chinese food. I love the Szechuan peppercorns. I cook with them all the time at home, and I had some lying around in my pantry. And so we had the crazy idea. We're like, how can we what would happen if we put this in an eggnog? So we literally, you know, like I said, had a half quart of the base nog. So we um, mixed some in with, ground some up and mixed it in with some maple syrup. And that was, the, that was last year. So that was the last one we opened at last year's party and had no idea how it was going to be. And it was like, everyone was, you know, holy crap, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it came around this year again, we're like, that was such a standout that everyone remembered. We're like, we got to do it again. But, you know, now that we know what we knew from last year, we change things up a little bit, add a little bit more Szechuan. We actually cook the peppercorns in the maple surface here to even try and extract some more of the oils out of them. And, uh, yeah, I think it's kind of a cool departure from a lot of the, like, dessert-focused ones that we
1: do. So as part of the creative team at Southern Grist, can you say that some of the techniques you've used at Nagapalooza may end up in a beer there? And do you have any beers and or Nogs in the works after having gone through it and maybe thinking about some new ideas. Do you already have things planned for Nagapalooza
4: 2020? Um, <laughs> There's a, a lot of, lots a, to unpack there. a lot there, yeah. Um, I don't know if I've... I'd say as of now in the past five years, more of the Nog ideas have come from beer ideas that either we've made or yeah. other breweries that we respect have made. So some, one of our popular ones, we call it Nagapoo and it's kind of a riff on, it's basically Mexican hot chocolate, but our inspiration came from the beer world, beers like Cigar City's hunapu or Perennial's Abraxas, where they're, you know, big imperial stouts with cinnamon, vanilla, chocolate, and chili peppers. Um, so we've done that kind of every year as a fan favorite. Things like, you know, the Elvis, which is peanut butter, chocolate, banana. Um, we haven't done all those things in a beer yet. Uh, I know other breweries have, but yeah. that would be something I think would be cool to, to put into a stout. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's a lot of a lot of similarities between like these, you know, again these big like thick pastry stouts and kind of the eggnogs that we make. What was your favorite nog this year? So the- in a related story, we've already crowned the winner on the show, but
5: wow, <laughs> I,
4: I'm still gonna give it up to the the maple Szechuan one. Mm, yeah, um, but I'm gonna give it close second slash tie to the elderberry. Um, I don't even know what else was in that one. Grant New came tele-sando. up with that one. Yeah, we talked uh, one was we made, crowned That one, one was made without my uh, supervision or even input, yeah. which I'm completely off. Like, that's what's so awesome about this party is that now in the fifth year, we've had, every year it grows in, in people that, you know, more and more people come and people get into it. So it's cool seeing other people now, like, throwing their ideas in the ring and coming up with crazy stuff. It's it's fun, so.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Well, Thank you so much for this enlightening Nagapalooza special report. We look forward to coming up the Painkiller Stout, which you worked on, dropping at Chopper very, very soon. Painkiller Stout collaboration with Southern Grist and Chopper. So we look forward to that. And Nagapalooza 2020 is already shaping up to be very special. And of all the Nagapalooza that you've done and that you've been to, Participated in. Give me a Nogapalooza Hall of Fame member. What's one of your top nogs that you've ever made? And while you're thinking, because I thought it was interesting, we talked about it before. Tell us your favorite store bought nog. So the the
4: Evan, Evan Williams. Yeah. <laughs> so store bought nog. I, I I don't know if there's that many of them out there. I've tried a few of them. There's like the Old Smoky one that's moonshine based. Um, for me, it's it's the Evan Williams one. It's not the most complex thing out there. It's not the yeah most natural tasting thing out there but it's like nine dollars for a 750 it's available everywhere you put it over a couple cubes of ice and to me it's pretty amazing especially if you get some uh, whole nutmeg and grate it fresh on top of it yeah. that's a big key yeah. um, one of my Hall of Fame eggnogs I think probably two or three years ago we did a we did like a cookies and cream variant mm. so we actually used kind of a little insider uh, secret we've taken sometimes we we'll would get like jello pudding mm. like the flavored ones mm-hmm. you know banana they have a cookies and cream like oreo one oh wow. add that to the base just like the packet of flavoring just the, yeah just yeah, the yeah. powder mm-hmm. and it does thicken it because it's obviously like a gelatin based product yeah. yeah um but then topped it with even more like you know crumbled oreos and mm. i mean they're sweet and decadent That's but when you drink them an ounce or two at a time they're, they're pretty awesome so wow that is awesome.
1: That's a good hack for anyone making it at home. Thank you so much for hosting and and really uh, founding is what I meant to say founding Nagapalooza. We look forward to 2020. This has been a Liquid Gold special report. Very important news item here live at Nagapalooza. Kyle Arnold, thank you so much for all the beautiful beers and labels that you make, and thank you for Nagapalooza. Thanks for having me and drink more eggnog. (laughs) Now, Kyle, there is one thing we'd be remiss if we did not talk about. Your grandmother's silks, which a lot of us appear to be wearing. I've got one around my neck. It feels very comfortable. I feel very civilized. But your grandma's silks have
4: come to play a role in Naga Palooza. Tell us about why that is. Uh, Yeah, so rest in peace, my grandma Lorraine Elder. Probably five, six years ago, this is, um, some people might know of this gentleman, Riff Raff, this uh, pretty outlandish rapper who uh, used to rock like Versace silk <laughs> jackets. And randomly I was at my grandma's house, and I'm looking in her closet, in her like hallway closet, and she has all of these, not Versace, but they just look like they have tigers on them and gold chains, and there's are just these ridiculous silk uh, jackets and scarves. She wasn't using them, and so I was like, can I borrow these, have them? <laughs> this is like five, six years ago, so I just kind of always had them, and I mean, I guess I'm a 33-year-old grown man playing dress-up, but um, just kind of happened organically throughout Nagapalooza, you know? After the Nogs flow and, you know, we start switching to, you know, beer and bourbon and stuff, the, the silks find their way out, and everyone, yeah. you know, I hand them out like little little uh, party gifts and everyone throws on a scarf or a jacket and just gets weird. And uh, now they've just kind of come another tradition.
3: Yeah.
1: It definitely, once the silks came out, I noticed tonight cause I didn't really know what was going on, but I just noticed all of a sudden some people are wearing some silks and like grandma jackets. And I was like, this seems like a thing. Cause they all seem much, not, not like comfortable, but more comfortable than yeah. they were before. Everyone yeah. got, it's like adding another drink to the mix but it's silks by way of grandma. Yes. So uh, thank you for that touch for Nagapalooza. I think that's important.
4: It's like, it's like slippers, are, you know, a, a robe. But it's, yeah. in this case, it's a silk. But if you look in the label, they're just polyester um, jackets and scarves. That means they'll last forever. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Thank you for this addendum to Nagapalooza Special Report 2019. LFG. We're here. We've drank, I think, fifteen different eggnogs or so. People, some people are rolling in the hallways. I can see them. Uh, It's wild, and people have moved on to beer, wine, whiskey, fernet, and but there's a lot of eggnog fans here, and we're blessed to have because it's the holidays. This is where, like, you just meet people at a party. We're all wearing sweaters, or we're, you know, I see a sweater that's got a wreath on it over there with, uh, and it's lit up it's a beautiful thing that's what's great about the holidays we're meeting people tell us your name and then what brought us what brought you here to Nagapalooza and you seem like you're an eggnog fan so tell
5: us about that Hey guys, uh, my name's Larry Deckant, uh, I'm a friend of Chantal Bolch, who's currently dating you guys' friend John Boots. Yeah, he's the best. Um, You're in good best. hands. Oh my god, he's so nice. I've met him for the first time, he's fantastic. Um, I came He's a good looking guy. Very good looking, tall, fits all of her parameters, it's perfect. <laughs> She's so, like, I'm okay. filming you guys. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, stop, stop, stop. Um, I am- Currently wearing a festive holiday sweater. I'm actually one of um, a handful of people that followed the directive. Um, But I will say I'm wearing a Hocus Pocus inspired sweater. So they are, you know, three Hocus Pocus witches and all that jazz. It's great. Um, And I love eggnog. Eggnog is just, uh, it's fitting for the holidays. It's creamy. You guys were really reinventing it tonight. I gotta say. It's really, really awesome. Wild.
1: Wild. Yeah. Um, What were some of your favorite Nogs tonight? And how crazy do you think some of these guys are? (laughs)
5: <laughs> okay uh, let's start with the nog first the nog uh i gotta say uh my favorite was a batch that we actually tried later mm. we weren't here for this batch but it was mm. the um vietnamese right yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was like a more coffee inspired one that one was so good like yeah. it was so good i love coffee flavored things it was like it was very rich and, it, and you could really taste the coffee I also love the Nutella. That mm. one was my second favorite. Um, yep. That one was really rich. I love Nutella. Mm-hmm. We were talking about hazelnut, weirdly enough, um, Chantal and I, and I love any sort of spread. Ferro Rocher, like sponsor mm. me now, like love <laughs> hazelnut, it's so good. Yeah. Um, and then we did try the Elvis, which was also pretty fantastic as yeah. well, with the little payday. You guys chopped up some paydays, yeah. put it in there. Yeah, it was really, really good.
1: Yeah, they're real about the garnishes here for, for yeah. Naga Palooza. The garnishes were a big component this time do you have some fond eggnog memories of kind of what got you into it for the in the first place like was it booze free and then later you kind of had a boozy eggnog but
5: tell us a little about about your uh, your first kind of experiences with eggnog my first so i'm from texas yeah. first of all um so my first foray into eggnog was boozed um yeah I, I don't know what age i was and i don't want to give my parents any problems but i was definitely <laughs> younger for sure yeah um, as any texan would be but um, I remember my dad uh, putting a little bit of rum in there and giving it to me for the first time. And it was honestly one of the best experiences of my life. Because, like, not only are you getting, like, that sweet, you know, creamy flavor from the eggnog. But you're also getting a sweetness from the rum, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, they pair so nicely together. And um, then, you know, you're getting a nice little holiday fun afterwards, right? Yeah. Eggnog, so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. And then tell us, because uh, I think you are the, the professional of the bunch tonight yeah. with... with... Uh, Naga you're in the biz in the industry tell us a little bit about what you do in life and how your year has been
5: yeah I am a producer for entertainment tonight digital right now I'm part of their ET online brand um my jobs I uh, my job runs anywhere from conducting interviews myself doing research bookings um, of celebrities really kind of like getting a feel into the entertainment world and into the entertainment space. Um Entertainment Tonight is the number one news magazine that's out there in competition like E Extra Access Hollywood. So um it's been forty years in the making and it's been yeah, it's really fun.
1: You must be a film a film fan, a movie <laughs> fan. Um I feel like it's been a strong year for movies and for film. We've had amazing directors come back into the fold who past masters who have kind of yes. Come back and made these grand statements it's been a great year for film
5: what have been some of your favorites and uh yeah so the jokers obviously stand out for this year um, for obvious reasons it was a complex character that we kind of saw this really new evolution of you know and Joaquin phoenix is one of these most dynamic you know one of the most dynamic performers we have out there right now And he is, I believe, a method actor. Don't quote me on that. But you can really tell if he is a method actor, the methodology behind that performance because it was so haunting. And people left, I left, seeing that film and actually feeling sorry for this character because he is so twisted and so disturbed, but you can kind of resonate. There are things that you can relate with him. Mm -hmm. So I think the Joker, from what I gather and from what I've seen, seems to be like a standout film. A a lot of people are also talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, for obvious reasons, right? It's Quentin Tarantino, we're talking Brad Pitt's resurgence, we're talking Leo DiCaprio, Margot Robbie, like she is hands down one of the most rising amazing stars out there. She's coming out in Bombshell literally in a week um, which is about the Roger Ailes story about Fox News and everything that that happens behind it. So I think those two movies seem to be the ones that are resonating. I will also say I gotta shout this out because I don't think it gets enough play Mm. but Judy, the Judy Garland story with Renee Zollager, I think that that's a story that people will get to see a different side of Judy Garland because we know Dorothy, but we don't know the struggles that actually she went through. So sure. I think it's just a, a movie that people should really look into.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, great to have your participation Thank here in you. this Liquid Gold special report yes. here at Nagapalooza 2019. We're already getting geared up for whatever uh, obscure peppers and crazy garnishes like there was a fried food. Garnish tonight, a Churro's garnish. Um, So, will
5: will we see you at Nagapalooza 2020? I have to be here. I hope I'm invited back. I'm so excited. I've got to be here. I mean, I can't even imagine what you guys are going to concoct next time. I did suggest waffle cones Mm. in some capacity because I thought the paydays were. So, I'm excited for that. All right, that's a great idea. All right, that's a great idea. We have that on record waffle
1: cones for 2020. Jared, are you listening? Are you ready for the challenge? We miss you this year. Nagapalooza 2019. We're here with Chris Rokiki. He's one of the founders of Nagapalooza and is very creative with his eggnog. And always with a beautiful garnish or a functional garnish of some sort, you're sitting here with the Clark Griswold antlered beautiful glass eggnog mug. We'll get a shot of that for the Instagram Which, in the movie, I think they're plastic. And when I look for the plastic ones online, they were not available. The glass ones are beautiful. So you've got that. Tell us, you are one of the creative forces behind Naga So tell us about how you became
6: interested in making all these different Nags. Uh, It started, you know, I guess five years ago. And actually, one of the guys you know, Andy Wedge, was in on it from the beginning. And we've got this group of friends that we just get... We like to be ridiculous. Yeah. Right? And so Kyle had a recipe. He wanted to make eggnog. So we are like, all right, let's take these eggnogs, let's split it into batches, and let's do the most absurd things we can do with those different batches and just try and make them as delicious as possible. And so it just kind of started, you know, basic, like, All right, let's add chocolate to this. All right, let's have a Neapolitan one, right? And so we were just trying simple things. And it's just every year from that, we just step it up, ratchet it up a level, another level, another level. Until, like, this year, we had a freaking Nog fountain. (laughs) Like, that was just... It's already been posted on the Liquid Gold Instagram. <laughs> that, the, the fact that we got that to work, you know, we had a, we had a little scare when we started, before everyone got here, because it was splashing all over the place, and, <laughs> and we worked real hard to thicken it up. We, we used some, we cheated a little. We used some guar gum. I like that. Uh, we, we did what we had to do. Hey, yeah. <laughs> that fountain is flowing like a champ right now. So it was just basically an excuse to get our friends together, have some eggnog, have some delicious drinks, and then it was always a part of it was have a bunch of ridiculous, ridi- like delicious food. Mm-hmm. You know, we always have uh, our, our friend Trace does uh, with Thunderbird. He smokes these chicken thighs. You mm. had his thighs here tonight. Delicious. Everyone, everyone's also throwing in a bunch of food, bringing their own things. One year, we had a pate comp- competition. Oh, my God. A couple of us made different like pates. Holy and, shit. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Jared of Southern Grist. Yep. Uh, his was my favorite. Mm. So, s- little secret. Of course. Li- little secret. Jared of Southern Grist makes a pretty good pate.
1: Dang. We need that in the tasting
4: room.
1: <laughs> I need some pate with my uh, mixed greens. 85. Okay. So... You've made all these different Nogs. Over the years, what are some of your favorite crazy eggnogs? Weird shit. <laughs>
6: like, <laughs> the weirdest shit so far that I love is the Szechuan one. Yeah. But we take these Szechuan peppercorns, mm. and we, we started with it last year. We, we actually, it was the smallest batch we did. You know, we had, like, maybe a, two cups worth of this Nog. And just throw a bunch of Sichuan peppercorns in it, and we were blown away because you have that like sweet creamy flavor of a nog, but then you have that like herbal, floral, earthy flavor of those peppercorns. And we knew we had to step it up. Yeah. And it it's it's just like trying random things like that where you're like, all right, this is where we need to go, and you know one of the guys who just kind of started helping us Grant started this year this is his first year helping us make nog he's the one who did the elderflower because he forged us from his farm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was amazing so it's trying to find those flavors you don't really think about yeah that blow you kind of away you know the other favorite of mine personally is a Vietnamese coffee I just love that coffee flavor it's it's nothing that's kind of blow your mind in terms of like oh this is weird no it's taste you got that chicory flavor you got that coffee flavor and it's just got that creamy texture from that sweet and condensed milk just think think in your day-to-day life you know where do you like to go for food what do you like to eat what do you like to drink Mm -hmm. what are those flavors Mm. you know you made us a toronto right Mm -hmm. and toronto's got that that Fernet in it with kind of that earthy texture and that kind of relates to that Sichuan peppercorn right mm-hmm. so you know those flavors work yep. um, but just just think to your day to day what do you like to do and try and make that into a nog form nice and if it works it works if it doesn't you got next year you have anything crazy planned yet hey, has the has the, the lightning bolt hit you of inspiration yet for, for what 2020 holds we've always got ideas you know Something I was trying this year that, that didn't work out was I was trying to do a, a flaming s'more uh, nog. Mm. We, we had trouble, we had technical difficulties with the marshmallows. We also had too many nogs to deal with to make it work tonight. <laughs> uh, too many nogs. <laughs> too, too many. Uh, I would love, love to give people a glass of nog with a flaming marshmallow on top, have some of that graham cracker texture in there and you know a little bit of chocolate and i don't know how i'm going to do it yet but that's one thing i'm going to come up with and you know off podcast you and i were talking about what to do with the egg whites right Mm -hmm. your nog uses the egg whites right our nog does not we we want the thicker body that velvety feel you Mm. like that lighter feel Mm -hmm. and i had Mm -hmm. your nog last Mm -hmm. night at chopper Mm -hmm. and it is light airy delicious it's a completely different beast totally um but I'm just thinking of next year, taking those egg whites and making garnishes or maybe a topping, mm-hmm. you know, whipping the egg whites into a meringue, baking it into, you know, either nog, something that says nog, and you put it on the table as a garnish or topping something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I've been getting more and more into using every bit of thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know i think you you see restaurants doing that now like yeah and head cheeses and stuff with the scraps yeah you know let me try and do that with nog (laughs) hell
1: yeah so you're thinking more about the garnish and that's really cool um so i feel like that's one thing that has evolved about nagapalooza the garnish is now a big thing so we look forward to next year maybe some egg white meringue garnishes some some cool stuff happening. Uh, this has been a
6: Nagapalooza special report right here on Liquid Gold. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And maybe next year we'll give you like a a pint jar of the base nog mm. and let you do your own variant. All right, all us. right. Liquid Gold nog coming to Nagapalooza <laughs> next year.
1: I'm throwing the challenge. All right, <laughs> all right. Let's, all right. let's do this. Yeah. The challenge has been thrown down. Kenneth, are you ready for this? <laughs> all right. We'll see you soon on Liquid Gold. <laughs> well, there it was, Nagapalooza 2019, a special report. Super cool. Tons of fun. They're wild, right? Yeah, I, uh, I, I
0: love those dudes. I lament. <laughs> I lament not being able to make it. I'm
1: sorry you couldn't make it. We we tried to make it all work and I understand. You gotta work Saturday night. I
0: was happy to hear everyone missed me.
1: Yeah, everybody did. It was like, where is Kenneth? Which brings us to a holiday noggy nog edition of
0: <laughs> Booze
1: News with Kenneth Dedman. Happy holidays.
0: Do we even have to do our own side effects anymore? Because like, I think we're I think we're adding those now, aren't we?
1: Yeah, yeah. Producer Michael Eads. I guess we're adding just trying
0: that. to like wean ourselves slowly off of it. Yeah, but,
1: I didn't have the energy as much to do it this. Time. <laughs> what do you got for us today?
0: Oh man! In uh, West Virginia, a gentleman uh, passes out in an Uber, only to wake up sixteen hundred dollars later.
1: Whoa. Oh my
0: god. Only to wake up uh sixteen hundred four four and a half hours and sixteen hundred dollars later after he had put in his home address. His
1: home address from which West was, Virginia.
0: Which was in West Virginia. Young Kenny Bachman passed out in the back of an Uber only to wake up hours later with a sixteen hundred dollar bill as he was returning to his home in New Jersey. You got to watch it when you're traveling. (laughs) Uh, Kenny uh, apparently disputed the bill, but um, unfortunately, services were rendered. Unfortunate for Kenny, he left his wallet and most of his stuff in West Virginia, so he has to uh, take a bus back or Uber back to recover all of his lost belongings feel for the guy. At least he didn't drive. Apparently, his buddy's apartment was about four blocks away from where he was initially picked up.
1: Wow. Man.
0: Big bummer, huh?
1: I'm kind of on his side because I feel like an Uber driver would really need clarification. Like, are we really going that far? Or did you make a mistake? Or, But if he couldn't be rustled, maybe he couldn't be rustled.
0: Well, what if you're an Uber driver and someone just immediately passes out in your backseat and you can't wake them? Yeah. Do you like open the door and pull them out? Do you put Probably them not. In the, do you put them in the trunk?
1: That do sounds you? illegal. <laughs> sounds like a Scorsese movie. <laughs> Turn off the dash cam.
0: <laughs> oh, oh my. Uh that's yeah. That's amazing. Kenny uh Kenny did the math it would have cost $35 to take a bus home or $115 for a flight.
1: Sixteen hundred for
0: the Uber. Sixteen hundred for the Uber, um, it, and it Wild. was it was actually an Uber XL, so it could have <laughs> <He's stretched laughs> he He could have saved a little bit of money if he had uh, not not tried to go so pimp.
1: Well, be careful out there, holiday revelers. When you're putting that address in, make sure it's not in, a, in another state, and you know where you're going.
0: <laughs> Moving on, shout out to Marcus Peters, defensive back for the Baltimore Ravens, who after a fourth down heavy. Heavy stop against the buffalo bills celebrated by seemingly grabbing someone's beer from the from the crowd and drinking it
1: wow God bless him
0: marcus got fined fourteen thousand dollars by the nfl for for the incident not not for drinking beer on on the field mm. which
1: because uh, it was how much the beer cost at that stadium
0: um it was, to pay it was, that back. <laughs> it was technically for using something as a prop as a celebration, which you are not allowed to do, like mm. pull out a cell phone or mm. or um, make a rabbit come out of a hat. Mm. The NFL generates tens of millions and millions and millions of dollars with their alcohol sponsorship. Has not commented on that. Why make the NFL more fun? Man, a lot would argue that they, they, that they do find their players – way too much. Shout out to Jared Ryan at For Love of Dog Rescue and his partnership with Fargo Brewing Companies, which uh, feature real dogs on their labels, real shelter dogs. Each can showcases a real shelter dog that's up for adoption. The North Dakota Beer Company hopes these puppers will find forever families. What's pretty unique about this is most of the, most of the first run of the dogs are um, animals that did not do not get along with other other pets and it features features mm. that on the can. So they're looking for uh, homes that are that will not be shared with other pets. Said dogs with social socialization issues have lower chance of adaptation. So shout out to Fargo mm. North Dakota. That's cool. In Bourbon News, the Buffalo Trace Distillery has disclosed its one billion dollar investment in itself. Uh, If you've visited there any time in the last uh, year or two, you've noticed that they've built something like 22 new rick houses, a new bottling line, new fermentation tanks. But one, one thing that is not not necessarily mentioned so much is the fact that they are actually growing their own corn on site with the intention of releasing eventually a single estate bourbon, Buffalo Trace bourbon. The size of of their said cultivation area is not specifically given, but the types of corn, neon pink popcorn and blue hickory cane white, royal blue hickory cane white corn uh, are particularly well known to to grow in the Kentucky area, and further details will be announced in coming months. Excellent. What else you got? And in England... The the royal family retreats every year to its estate of Sandringham mm. to continue their four generation festivities that since the the British monarchs have celebrated since like the mid eighteen hundreds.
1: Queen knows how to drink.
0: She does. One of her traditions, one of the many traditions that that the uh, royal family observes over the Christmas time, is uh, Queen's. Queen Elizabeth's toast to the family to kick off Christmas, in which she prefers a martini. Presumably, gin yeah. martini. Mike, you know a little bit about about guess. what the Queen drinks. Yeah.
1: So the there was an article a couple years ago talking about how she drinks about four cocktails a day, That's making her up. an official binge drinker, I suppose. But the way that she incorporates it into her day, I think, is really cool. You got gin and and Dubonnet before lunch with lots of ice and a little lemon and then apparently a martini like in the afternoon and then uh some champagne like a glass of champagne at night hmm. so i like classy. the idea
0: of her doing jen at her age you know like with the diminishing amount of uh taste buds she has like mm. it's probably a wise choice if you want to if you want to taste that cocktail at all especially with dubenet yeah, oh, that's my.
1: introducing a lot of botanicals. That botanical alone, Dubonnet and gin, could have as much as 40 botanicals in it. So
0: it's probably it's probably good for her. How old is she? Like 92, 93? She's going to be drinking a lot more this holiday. with That stuff with her son and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Sheesh.
1: Things we're not going to talk about.
0: <laughs> Man.
1: And thank you for that holiday-centric booze news today. So be careful with your Ubers out there. Watch a football player might grab a beer out of your hand, which you paid a million dollars for at the stadium. Uh, We (laughs) love our dogs, (laughs) and God bless the queen. God save the queen, whatever it is. Uh, And as we come out of booze news, we uh, we haven't done this feature in a little while, like throwing potential sponsors under the bus. So I think it's time we take a potential sponsor and tell them they suck.
0: Okay. The Keurig... You could do it like a parapluza, and I'll just insult him.
1: Yeah, the Keurig <laughs> makers of the K Cafe espresso maker—they now have the DrinkWorks home bar, which I've heard on some podcasts that I listen to. I've heard it sponsor, and I was like, "What is going on with this thing?" And the argument is like, "You got to check this out. It's cheaper than a night out. It's that um, they, they make they make the cocktails for you, and they're these pods. They're these pods oh, of pods. synthetic, yeah, synthetic ingredients like old fashioned." cosmopolitan moscow mule mojito red sangria white russian lime vodka soda and gin and tonics and if you listen to the show you know that we're going to tell you how to make some of these drinks and we're going to tell you that you don't need to use one of these machines because it's probably not healthy uh, to be getting your flavor so i don't from understand a pod.
0: you're putting this in the the Keurig machine and just running it on the regular cycle with some hot water so it's like
1: i think cold water and it comes out as a cocktail the drink works home bar costs around $300 fuck uh, that. each of the pods are uh 3.99 each and then there's also ones for beer and cider and
0: it's getting creepy dude this is bizarre
1: yeah. so we don't need your sponsorship we question your product. Yeah, fuck. And period. we're eternally <laughs> skeptical. Uh, my, my ex girlfriend swore by up. that shit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Here we go. He's getting riled up. Hit hit us up at liquid gold underscore pod on Instagram if you have any experience with this home bar and
0: Kurig. More like no we, thank you. We'll
1: put it to the test because we will come to your house. We will make these drinks right in front of you and You can decide if it's worth the effort to actually make a real drink than to drink from a pod. Because I feel like this seems like just kind of an innocent thing. Yeah, this is easy. Have them make it for you. Have the luxury in your home. But I think it's the beginning of something kind of sinister of machines taking over, making cocktails. Certain things that seem cool to
0: be automated and some things that aren't. And that's not. It's not, not at all.
1: I don't need an old fashioned pod uh, yeah. to make and a machine to make an old fashioned. You're going down uh, that
0: route. Just go get a fucking white claw. Forget
1: about <laughs> it. Forget about it. All right. Well, that's been our special holiday edition of Liquid Gold and a very special report from Nagapalooza 2019. Again, find us on Instagram at LiquidGoldPod. We own this town podcast network. We own this town.net. Check out some of their other amazing podcasts like band splainer the music episode nashville demystified one of our favorites and go back to we want to invite you to go back to our very first episode from a year ago and uh, listen to the the episode with jared from southern grist where we talk a little bit about eggnog in that in that episode but we also give our whiskey cream recipe so we're not going to give that again today but go back and uh it's on there that's a great christmas day tradition or christmas eve tradition to kind of have a little whiskey cream put it in some coffee so go back and check that out and happy holidays to everyone we have a very special champagne episode of shots coming right around new year's eve and merry christmas and happy holidays out there my name's mike wolf along with my co-host kenneth debman
0: merry christmas
1: happy holidays and merry christmas to you thanks for listening we'll see you next time Later On here. liquid gold.